1: Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett studio inside the Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. It's time for Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. We are the cornerstone of security in the Southeast.
0: Hey everyone, welcome to Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. I'm your host, Rick strong the president of Paradigm, and we're excited to be with you today on Business Radio X. We are coming to you from live from Subaru of Gwinnett Studio, located in the beautiful Sinesta Gwinnett Place, Atlanta Hotel in Duluth, Georgia. If you would please, everybody, hit that subscribe button, so that we know you're here, and it would help me out a lot. Each week, we plan to feature businesses in the Atlanta area and people in the Atlanta area, especially those that serve Gwinnett County. Through the course of all the shows, we talked at some point about security, because not all businesses have security concerns, but. Or all business has security concerns, but not all are about physical security. So we will touch on that and related aspects of security as we go through the course of each show. Today our guests were coming on a little early here because we wanted to get uh, these people back to work. We got some fantastic folks here from the ballet, the Gwinnett Ballet Theater. I want to welcome Bruce Thornton, who's ballet master. Hello and one and charlie giangelino joino joino i knew i'd get it wrong (laughs) and uh cecily davis hey hey i got one right davis made (laughs) it easy but um you know i do this every year as we come up around the nutcracker uh that is such an awesome production that you do but it's not just that it's all the stuff that the Gwinnett ballet theater does got a lot of Good young people, a lot of, well, I can't say good old people, but people that are (laughs) older than the young ones and younger than me that are in there getting involved. Let's start around the table here. Uh, What I always like to do is start with who is whoever's here. So let's start with Bruce. Who is Bruce Thornton? And then we'll go um, whichever one of y'all wants to chime into that charge in.
2: Well, good morning, and thank you for having us. Thank you for having me. Um, It's a pleasure to be here. Um, I am uh, Bruce Thornton, or that's my name, and um, I'm the ballet master for Gwinnett Ballet Theater and also a teacher, a faculty member of the Sugarloaf Performing Arts. Um, And uh, as a ballet master, to describe that job simply for anybody that might not exactly know what that means is um, basically I am a rehearsal assistant for the artistic director um, and also the hand of the artistic director, if you will. Um, so that is uh, my role, and um, that's actually who these dancers are. A couple of dancers that I work with are, are here today.
0: Well, let me ask you this. Where do you come from? What got you into this? And I know you said something about being originally out of Seattle.
2: Yes, sir. Um, I'm originally a, a Seattle native. Um, I uh, was born there, and uh, I attended a ballet school there named the Cornish Institute and then moved east with my family, uh, my father, like my wife. The reason why I live here is my wife was transferred here with Norfolk Southern uh, Railroad in uh, Midtown, Atlanta, and um, my father was moved east, um, and I actually kind of moved to the Pennsylvania area. I ended up uh, arriving in Pennsylvania and um, attending a school there, and um, after a few years of attending that ballet school, the Central Pennsylvania Youth Ballet, I joined the Miami City Ballet and um, I danced there for a total of 15 years. Um, eventually retiring in 2006 from professional dance as a soloist with the company and um, I moved back to Pennsylvania to teach and um, I taught there for uh, about 12 years and then um, my wife was transferred here with the railroad and here we are I was very fortunate to meet Lori wire I'm gonna say Lori wire um, because She has another name in there that I don't know if I can pronounce correctly, (laughs) Um, and I'm afraid to, but um, I was very fortunate to meet her. I didn't know this at first, but um, I didn't remember meeting her in Carlisle, Pennsylvania, teaching up there at a teacher's workshop that we were conducting, and I also didn't realize that a couple of the students that she had sent up there to work with us were from her school, and one of them is a young man named Julian Duquet, and I taught him for years up in Carlisle, Pennsylvania after he was a student here with uh, the Sugarloaf Performing Arts. And um, he eventually went on to dance with, um, I think it was Oklahoma City Ballet, and also the ballet company that I'm from or danced with in my career. He went on to Miami City Ballet. So it was a little cathartic to meet her and then actually get to join her faculty after moving down here.
0: That's awesome. So needless to say, you've got a little bit of experience in the uh, arena of dance and ballet, you know.
2: I, I hope so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, let's start with, let's go to Cecily. Uh, tell us about you. Um, a little shorter than
2: <laughs> Bruce <Sure>. did. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I have a gift for gab.
0: <laughs> That's okay.
3: Um, I grew up in Columbia, South Carolina. I trained at Southeastern School of Ballet, um, an amazing small school in that city. And then I moved here about three years ago to dance professionally um so I've just been over the last three years really working on uh just figuring out what it looks like to be a professional ballet dancer because um, it's definitely a a transition um in mindset uh from being a student to being in a professional company um and then just uh getting into the dance community in atlanta which is really amazing but um and then this year i joined gwinnett ballet theater um and i'm really excited about this season
0: awesome you gonna be in the nutcracker
3: yes i am uh,
0: were you the nutcracker last year
3: uh i was but not with gwinnett ballet okay. theater
0: so you've got some that's that's a blast (laughs) charlie how about it you hi
1: um i actually grew up here i was born in new jersey and we moved down to georgia when i was 10. Um, i've been dancing with sugarloaf performing arts basically for my whole life i graduated high school here went to university of cincinnati which is actually miss laurie's um like where she went to college so she recommended it to me i did two years in person there um finished my degree online and moved to North Carolina for two years where I danced with a different company called the U.S. International Ballet and then I moved home in my third year and uh, I actually danced professionally with Gwinnett Ballet Theater last year um so I was super excited when the uh, merger happened it was great to like still be able to dance with Gwinnett Ballet Theater and to move home to Sugarloaf Performing Arts
0: that's awesome where did you graduate high school at
1: I graduated from Peachtree Ridge. Well, I did Peachtree Ridge for two years and then graduated Gwinnett Online. But, I mean, I still hung out with all of my friends from Peachtree Ridge and Gwinnett Online was pretty young.
0: Awesome. So I'm sure you've got plenty of fans over there at Peachtree Ridge.
1: Maybe I don't <laughs> Maybe. Know, but I got to do Nutcracker <laughs> with you last year, which was fun. I, re- I remember seeing you in Nutcracker last yeah, year. Yeah, I through. thought
0: your face looked familiar, yeah, and I just yeah. uh, that was a blast.
1: You did so good out there, uh, uh, Mother Ginger. Was great.
0: I appreciate it. I was trying. I had a lot of a lot of uh, guidance and suggestions mm-hmm. from the group about what to do. Yeah, that was different. <laughs> well, you know, after 40 years in the Gwinnett County, what is different with the Gwinnett Ballet Theater this
2: year, Bruce? Um, there are a few things that are different about the Gwinnett Ballet Theater this year in the way that, um, honestly, our our leadership is different. Lori, Lori Zemzo wire is the, I guess I just tried to pronounce it, um, is the artistic <laughs> director, and I'm the you know, I'm a ballet master here and um, these guys are, are dancing for us so there really is a lot of personnel changes um, and uh, I um, I don't I don't know um, I'm, I'm from outside so I guess I don't know what Gwinnett Ballet Theatre was before I got here and so I can't say that we're better or anything improved because I mean I believe that we are just merging something that was a, an incredible creation.
0: There's two great groups coming together.
2: Exactly. And it's, to me, that's the most exciting part of it. It's just that, um, you know, I just, uh, I really hope that our audience comes to see the Nutcracker and oh, realizes that we, we haven't changed the Nutcracker. We've, we've, uh, it's the same Nutcracker that everybody enjoys and loves. And a lot of it, to those audiences that have enjoyed the 40 years of Gwinnett Ballet Theatre which I would love to be celebrating that anniversary this year. I wish that we weren't dealing with this uh, pandemic right now. But at the same time, um, all of the things that are a lot of the things about the Nutcracker that they love and enjoy are the same. There are a few little differences in it, but basically um, it's our desire to not just continue, but do our best to honor the tradition and the the long-standing ability of Gwinnett Ballet Theater to produce incredible performances here in this area.
0: Well, what about you, uh, Charlie? You were here last year. Do you? What kind of differences and changes do you see?
1: There's really not that much. They've been completely, like, by what we had done last year, adding, like, small little twists and just vision, like, spacing-wise. It's pretty much, like, the same. Um, it's really exciting to be able to do it again. Yeah, there's really not that much that's, like,
0: so what we call Super a seamless different. transition in the business world. Oh yeah, definitely. It was ex- <laughs> it was
1: definitely a seamless transition there. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, you know, you got to have a lot of challenges that you know face you into launching a, a professional ballet company, and especially in the middle of the pandemic, or in continuing with what you do in the middle, because it is a people business. So who'd like to jump in? And how about you, Cecily? You hadn't spoken yet. What do you think? Um.
3: I think a lot of the challenges as a dancer um, that I was facing was uh, in the beginning like during the summer there was a lot of uncertainty and there was a lot of um, just we we were trying to figure out how to stay in shape and maintain those skills that we need to dance professionally but do it from our homes Um, and that so over the summer months, um, it was sometimes a struggle to find the motivation to, to keep going. But I think the, a lot of the motion came, a lot of the motivation came from knowing that there were people working to get Gwinnett Ballet Theater um, to have a season and to, to get that going. So that was a lot of my motivation to stay in shape and to keep working. Was knowing that there was this future that was being worked on for us um so that was that was a, a huge uh challenge but also really encouraging
0: well i know having been there and done that that you know dance is a group activity uh, and yes. especially when you're learning it's best when you have people around you to motivate you and you know everybody get in unison and doing what you want to do and doing the same moves Mm -hmm. so I would think that would be especially challenging for an instructor uh, trying to motivate the people and get everybody coordinated in the same area it's like pulling the group it's hard to do that on a zoom meeting boy
2: howdy (laughs) boy howdy it is it is uh it is so hard to try to make people rehearse a ballet on zoom it's i would say <laughs> I, I i don't even know how to describe the because we we went from uh, meeting cecily as i did in the audition for actually gwinnett ballet theater i was uh, teaching mm-hmm. that class and seeing these guys and uh, also being a part of this process um it's incredible it's exciting but yes we started with our students in zoom meetings we're in the studio and all the kids are at home and now it's flipped a little bit but it's just that um we're 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 really just doing our best to try to navigate these waters, and it is difficult. Um, but yeah, we we came to a realization that if we we're going to try to put this production on, especially for Nutcracker, we need to have the kids in the studio. It, it just isn't possible to it would
0: be hell to try to choreograph everything in bits and pieces.
2: Yeah, it 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 just doesn't work as well. It, it's really it it just is too. It's too hard of a hurdle to get over. You know, there's a lot of
0: timing involved in in the interaction
2: that they need to see each other exactly they yeah. get to
0: see the
2: part as it's moving to know the part when it starts yeah. and and I mean that whole process of of being like that and I noticed this with children just in school in general too the classroom is a wonderful place for kids to be it's Absolutely. hard to be it's hard to be in this moment now where people can't be together because in, in a lot of ways we all need to well, not all of us, maybe, but just people need to be together to do things, and especially for us.
0: Well, for sanity, uh, <laughs> having uh, that time together and interaction is important, especially for kids coming up, growing yeah. up. Yeah. They've got to have that interaction and, and that social interaction to get things done in their brain form perform right. Um, well, why are the performing arts like a ballet important uh, in the middle of a crisis? Why is it important to be able to do that?
2: to me to not just um, offer the children an outlet because we have education that we're offering them. We're offering them the performing experience. There's a physical activity. There's a lot that we offer the kids that we teach, the people that we teach and the, and the people that we work with, but also the community. To me, it offers them something to change how their mind is focusing on something that this crisis is. It's a it's a pandemic, but it's also, a, a, entertainment that can hopefully take the edge off of the world and give them some entertainment and give them hope
0: well and and from an instructor point i see what you're talking about what about from a uh, the participant point as far as the importance of it getting through and through the pandemic and all that
1: yeah i mean i think it helps with like a sense of normalcy like we're used to being able to perform in front of a live audience we're used to like being able to like share our gift it. to dance like we do it to show everybody else that like ballet is great, we love performing, we want to entertain people so the fact that we're still able to do that is absolutely amazing um, and I think it's super important that we've been given the opportunity to still do that um, I mean, everybody at home when we were, like, locked down is just watching Netflix. Like, we're the Netflix part. You need something to watch. <laughs> and we want to do it. We want to be the people that you're watching.
0: Yeah. Well, and you and you feel like that you are good at your craft and you want to show off your craft. Yeah. It, like anybody in sports, uh, and I consider dance a, an, an athletic sport. Yeah, yeah. Because it can be very tiring and stretching and it can wear you out. I can tell you that. Um, You like to, you know, you, you want to be good at your craft and you want to show off. To, like a football player, he wants to get out there and show everybody how really good he is. Yeah, yeah. Same way with basketball, you know, same way with baseball, anything. And dance is no different. You're good at your craft. You've worked hard to get there. You want to show off what you're doing. Well, uh, is this the first production coming up with the Nutcracker that y'all have done this year? Yes. Yes. Well, you know, looking at that, will you be able to actually perform in front of live audiences? Will there be one?
3: Yes. <laughs> there yeah.
2: actually Good. will be. Yeah, there will be. We have um a partnership that um our artistic director has uh, cultivated over the years with the Infinity Center, and so we'll be performing at the Infinity Energy Center, excuse me, I think that's what it's called. Right. And, and so we'll be there um under the absolute best um guidelines and advice that not only health experts, but also what the Infinity Energy Center is asking us to follow, and we're going to perform for the audience that they'll allow. Um, we also have a live stream, I believe it is?
3: Yes. Yes, mm.
2: and uh, we're going to be performing for that so people can actually purchase a ticket, I believe, and then... Uh, Pay-per-view type thing. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, something... P- that's pretty cool. I... Yeah, I yeah. I'm... It's exciting to actually be a part of that right now, even though it's super weird to have that as something that we're doing That's new. Yeah, because just like Charlie said, these guys um, these guys are good at what they do. I've seen it. And they need somebody to feed off of. And when you have a live audience in front of you, even if it's online, you still feel like there's something.
0: It's but it is different. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, there's something about looking out. Even though you can't really see their faces because of all the lights and everything, you know they're there. You can hear the interaction at times, especially when, of course... In your line, it's after the after each of the segments is over with, you hear all of the appreciation, but you still hear it. And you know that people are out there, and they appreciate what you're doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's absolutely And it does get loud in there, I can tell you, when after you're done. Absolutely. Well, what it, is there anything new and different in this year's Nutcracker performance, or should I say what is new and different? Because there's always new and different
2: something somewhere. <laughs> Charlie, why don't you – I'm sorry to throw this uh, – I'm not trying to throw you under the bus, but I figure yeah, like – <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have the unique experience of having you from last year performing with Gwinnett Ballet Theatre and then now with us. So, actually, you know.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, we're doing a snow paw this year. Um, last year we didn't have um, another male dancer, so there was Snow Queen danced with some of the snowflakes. Uh, we have a snow paw this year, which is super exciting. Um, As always, I'm excited for Mother Ginger because I always think that's really cool. It was super cool to me last year. It was the first time I'd ever seen, like, actual members of, like, Gwinnett County community, like, come in and, like, get to dance that role together, which was nice. Well, Um, it was
0: interesting. I'll tell you. It was actually, you know, there's only one way to describe that, and it was fun. It was a blast. Yeah,
1: it it looked really good. Like, um, that's still there, which is awesome. Um, I'm trying to think of other new things that we're doing
0: now. You say snowpaw
1: Yeah, so um, last year what we had was the Snow Queen dance with some of the other um, dancers just like all all the other snowflakes (laughs) running with her Um, This year we actually have um, another gentleman coming in and performing with us Um, So we're doing like how Sugar Plum has the cavalier and they do Uh that really beautiful Potted de together uh, we have a snow one this year um, which is like always in the nutcracker you just you never have enough guys yep. <laughs> There's sometimes we just can't happen so, so you've got a lot a more
0: th- you've got a lot more males participating this year
1: yeah we got some uh guest men performing with us this year that's
0: terrific mm-hmm. so you got all you got a lot of parts of the puzzle now instead of just pieces yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic uh do you want to jump in and say anything or you kind of
3: <laughs> um i mean it One reason i love the nutcracker is just because um it is the same every year and i've performed it since i was a little girl um but every year there's i get to do different roles um every year and i feel like i get to find new just like new nuances in each role every time i perform it um no matter how many times i perform it it feels like it's new to me.
0: Um, do you put your own little twists in there somewhere of <laughs> what you do or is it s- just stone ground choreography?
3: Well, I mean, I definitely will do the choreography as it's you given because that's the going to Right, that's the that's the our job as dancers, but at the same time, we also all of us want to put ourselves into every role we perform because the audience doesn't want to see a bunch of robot dancers. They want to see real people doing these parts so we're we may be dancing all together we're doing the same steps we're working really hard to make that happen but at the same time um we're putting ourselves into every performance that we give
0: great response you know that that, (laughs) and that's why i can see that because just like a jazz player he may be playing the same song playing the same notes playing the same uh chords everything but at the same time when it gets down to it he puts his own touch to it mm-hmm. and exactly. it's all the same except you can tell it's him doing it so and i guess in the case of y'all you can still there's little movements uh the way you form the way you the way mm-hmm. you stand the way you perform the particular movement of the choreography would be your own right exactly awesome sam sounds like i know something about dancing I something really, <laughs> um, maybe i'll go back to taking dancing again <laughs> all right Well, to you two young ladies, what is the best part of being a ballerina?
1: Um, I would say being able to express myself in a different way. Um, Being able to, like, perform, like, touch people when I'm performing. Just, like, you can get all of your emotions out and you can make somebody feel something different like people can come in and watch a show and they could have had like a horrible day like there's traffic getting there they're sleepy they're grumpy but you can go in there and you can dance for them and it can change their entire like view of what had happened during the day
0: i imagine it could change yours too
1: oh definitely i can come into the studio having like No sleep, not feeling so great. (laughs) Um, Like on Monday, I was just so tired. But by the end of the day, I was like, "Oh, that was awesome!" Like I got to like dance out all of like. That sounds
0: like one of my normal days. Maybe I better take better take a dance. How about you, Cecily?
1: Um,
3: I mean it's it's just incredibly rewarding. I I mean maybe I'm a little biased, but I think I have the best job in the entire world um, because it. Like Charlie said, it's just a way of expressing yourself and connecting that it doesn't need words, it goes beyond words and you're able to um, express emotions and convey them to the audience and have each of them, have them all see the same thing, but it
0: can touch each them in feel, different ways. Yeah, See it differently Yeah, looking at it the same thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, you know, I guess. I guess the next logical question is, what uh, is the worst part of it?
1: Um, I would say, on one hand, we're living out like most uh, five-year-old girls' like childhood dream. Like everybody <laughs> wants to be a ballerina, but on the other hand, I have a blister on my heel that's like completely <laughs> open right now, and I have to wear point shoes later. So
3: uh, well, gotta tape that than, one up.
0: Better than blisters on your toes, I guess. Um, how about you? Um,
3: I mean, yeah, there's there's definitely a lot of a lot of challenges. We have crazy schedules. Um, We the physical part is very demanding. Uh, Sometimes you really are just trying your hardest. And some days, I mean, because we're human, some days are going to be better than others. And some days your body doesn't work exactly the way you want it to. So um, you just have to figure out how to get through those days and remember why you're doing it um and that i mean it is so incredibly rewarding that that can help get us through the hard days
0: well i'm going to ask you the same question i won't call you a ballerina bruce but um you've been there you've done that and you've done it for a lot of years what would you say to the answer to those
2: two questions um to the best part of uh honestly to me um and I love watching these guys do this. That's one of my favorite parts of the job is getting in the studio and trying to get the best out of these guys because it is so fulfilling. And uh, it's going out on stage, captivating the audience and knowing that you're taking them on a journey. You're not in front of them hoping that they accept you. You know inside that they are in the palm of your hand. And that is such a, a boost to the ego, a boost to the adrenaline. It's just incredible. And to me, that was my absolute favorite part was being on stage in front of a live full house. It was, but I think one of the worst things about it is just the tough toll it has on the body. And, um, I think that that's the one thing that Charlie just touched on. And I have to say in a way, um, female dancers, the ballerinas of our world are some of the toughest athletes that I've ever, to that. That have ever been <laughs> around. And I, I believe that simply because they have a, an incredible ability to have a very high tolerance of pain. And I just don't think that they get enough recognition of that (laughs) because it's just, it seems incredible for them to just have that high threshold. I just don't know how to describe it.
0: Oh, I can tell you how to describe it. That's why. That's why women have babies and not men. It's, I, it, we it, couldn't handle it, the pain. That's brother. what. I, yeah. It's incredible. It's it,
2: It's true. It's it w- true.
0: There would be no multi-kid families with with men doing it. Ah, oh, you ain't doing that to me again.
2: It would probably be like a population crisis on. The oh right yeah, now. we would
0: definitely not have a population out of control. Well, yeah, there's, there's, a there's a reason no.
3: why the women wear the point shoes. I think. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yes. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Then now you not getting a guy out there. <laughs> nah. We look at you and say, you're crazy. Y'all look at it and say, y'all are y'all are just weak. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Y'all just don't have what it takes. Oh, um, well, you know, I guess, why do you choose to dance for, uh, not necessarily this new company, but for any company? Why, why do you really want to choose to be this versus... I'm sure that you have an opportunity y'all have been to school you know all the different things i know that the old saying is find a job that you love and you'll never never work a day in your life but aside from that why do you choose to be this type of profession
1: i mean it's it's something i love like it's basically what you said like this is what i've loved since i was little um it was always my dream to be able to dance professionally and like um, I know it was Miss Lori's dream to open her own professional company. I remember her telling me about it when I was in middle school, and I was, like, already worried then. I was like, I need to have a plan, because um, I've always been that type of person that's like, I need to know exactly what I'm doing every day, and I was like, I need to, like, have a plan, like, where am I going to go dance, what am I going to go do, and she was like, I've always, like, I've always wanted to do it. I've always wanted to have my own company after, like, I've done, I've, she already danced professionally, um. Uh, and she was like this is what i want to do and i was like well that would be really cool when are you gonna do it like maybe i don't have to go anywhere <laughs> well as a group like,
0: yeah as a group or do you find that that most people have wanted if they're doing this have wanted to do it since they were very small both male and female
1: oh yeah definitely you have to i think you have to yeah you yeah. gotta stick with it your whole life
2: yeah it's a a labor of love a labor of passion and um it 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 starts at such a young age it's it um the Sometimes the young men, the boys or you know, the men that start later. Sometimes they can produce something that's very special in that way, but it is so much harder for the ladies that they have to start when they're young. And unfortunately, it just doesn't. So for them, I would have to say there are boys that have come into it later on, but for the girls, they end up having to start so young. So it, it for them, it's a, it, it's like they... I don't know how it happens with you guys. At one point, you just suddenly have those stars in your eyes and it's amazing, but it's just, ama- I mean, I don't know how to describe well, it.
0: I know that setting, uh, looking at the at the little kids that are in the Nutcracker, <laughs> I mean, you wonder how are they even finding the stage, much less finding the dance. It is just awesome to watch them get out there and they are absolutely loving it.
2: They love, it's the best part. When they're looking up at you and they have that look in their eye. They're just in. They're just so charged with an electricity, and that gleam, that glimmer. It. Uh,
0: it's called an open canvas.
2: It is. It's amazing. And um, yeah, no, I. I, um, I love that about them because they carry you through Nutcracker, especially when you have to do a, perfor- a lot of performances. I, I just know those kids are just so happy. They just pick you up, and it's like flying on a magic carpet. They just make it so joyful.
0: That's that. That is. I see that when I see the kids. You know, I see my granddaughter when she did that and all. Why do y'all choose? You ha, you could work anywhere. You could work with any ballet company. You could do it. Why do y'all choose this ballet company to work for?
3: Um, uh, I mean, just, just for me, <laughs> mm-hmm. for me, I I just I wanted a new challenge. Um, and I had been in Atlanta, the Atlanta area, for a couple years. And I and I think a, a lot of dancers. And that's part of why we do this, is we just have this desire to keep improving ourselves, to keep finding new challenges, new ways to stretch ourselves. And so that's what I wanted. Um, And I saw that in Gwinnett Ballet Theater, and I saw that when I was talking to Lori, and I saw that she just had such a vision for the company. Um, And I could also tell that she genuinely cared about us as dancers and as human beings which is not always the case um with in the arts but she and and that that's been true working with her because um, i didn't know her before i joined the company but it's been a really amazing experience the way that she uh treats us the, the way that she treats us and the way that she's helping us to grow and develop our art
0: how about you charlie
1: um since I was dancing with Gwinnett Ballet, the- Ballet Theater like the year before I had moved home um one of the other dance teachers had recommended um I joined the professional company last year cuz they had just started one um and I was interested in just moving away from where I was in North Carolina and I was like okay yeah I'll, I'll come home for a year like I'll live at home save up my money dance somewhere you're not that living in the like, basement are you no <laughs> <laughs> I actually kicked my sister out of her room and I got the big room now <laughs> uh, but I was like okay I'll dance somewhere that like I'll be just 10 minutes from my old studio I can go there if I need anything and then about like towards the end of the year was when um Sherlock Performing Arts and Gwinnett Ballet Theater announced the merger and I was like Oh, of course I'm going to stay. Like, now I just get to go home. Like, I'll just be back at my home studio. Yeah, of course I'm going
0: to stay. No, there's no place like home, exactly, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've worked in just about, I mean, you worked in a lot of different venues. So, how about you, Bruce?
2: I found uh, Lori and the Sugarloaf Performing Arts to be somewhere that I felt like I fit because um, Lori, Miss Lori Zamzowire, I want to say her full name just so. I'm not being too vague, but uh, she contacted me and I came up and I taught a class for her and um, she could appreciate what I was able to offer and I just fell in love with the students. I was actually teaching Charlie's sister in a class, uh, two of your sisters at the time, and I just, um, it was amazing. I found out that it was kind of an epiphany. I found out that I had taught a couple of her students in Pennsylvania before we moved down here and I just suddenly realized how lucky I was to be able to work with an organization that to me was doing their job very well and then I found out about the merger and I felt so lucky because it has been a little back of the mind dream of mine to be able to work in the capacity that I am with a professional ballet company like it is and that's a tricky business to get into it people have to be good to do this <laughs> and so <laughs> yeah. I think we're good at it and but that's the thing is it 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 also didn't seem like I couldn't believe I was looking at that seamless transition that we were talking about how you can put two really great organizations together like this it just didn't seem possible it seemed like how are we doing this merger without something being wrong with something it just seems like things are you know what I mean it, it almost yeah, seemed too I good do. to be true but it just hasn't stopped it mm-hmm. just hasn't stopped and so I, that's how I look at it. I, I joined the organization simply because I couldn't believe how lucky I was to be able to join this organization really because it, it is really good at what they do. And I have worked in a lot of different capacities and they do, they've do they been doing a great job for 40 years with Gwinnett Ballet Theater and for Sugarloaf Performing Arts too. It's just, because um, I'm not sure how long they've been around. I'm sorry, it but uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I okay. they just do a great job here and it's just, yeah, it's a, an amazing place, sorry.
0: You got the nutcracker coming up. And, of course, that is that is a biggie. Uh, and, and just, I mean, it's just awesome from beginning to end. But what's the rest of your season going to look like?
2: We do have two more major productions coming up, um, one in the spring and then one at the end of the year. The production in the spring is going to be another story ballet. And uh, then at the end of the year, we have a little bit more of, um, I would call it a little bit more of a recital, but it's an all-school performance performance. Uh, I, I hesitate to say the word recital just because these kids do yeah. s- such an amazing job that um, it's just a really a showcase of what our students are capable of and what our company is capable of too in the in the summer like that early summertime May June-ish, I think it is but um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say what the ballet is <laughs> that we're performing in the no, spring. That's okay. But so there's going to be one. There is definitely <laughs> going to be one. Now that is of course crossing everything I know how to cross my fingers and toes and maybe my nose it's just a <laughs> something my eyes yeah just to make sure we can get there and do it again because right now you know what I mean we we want to get in the theater and we want to perform and we're just hoping every day that goes by that we're able to do that so well, i think
0: it's very important to the community as a whole to have the entertainment out there too and especially the this type of entertainment not just going to a movie or or going to dinner, but you go to a, a full-blown entertainment. That's a lot different, and you you sit there and you sit there for an hour and a half, two hours, and it, it, your mind gets in a different place. You you lose what's going on in your day. You no longer are thinking about all that crap that you had at office, and all the junk that you went through with a bunch of employees that wouldn't do what they're supposed to be doing. <laughs> I can tell you in my business it's good to get away for at least a couple of hours and get that brain
2: brain clear absolutely
0: well you know tell us a little bit uh, you got a timetable here on a schedule on the Nutcracker that you can share with us uh, we, we didn't write it I didn't write it down
2: <laughs> which I should have we will be performing the Nutcracker on um, Let's see here. This month is November. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, this uh, We're in November right now, but we're going into December. It's going to be December 4th uh, through 4th, 5th, and 6th. Oh, thank you. We have um, we have a schedule. Thank you. Yes, we have uh, December 4th, 5th, and uh, 6th and, um, at the Infinity Energy Center. And then we're also, the following weekend, the uh, 11th, 12th, and 13th, and then the 18th, 19th, and I think that's it, the 18th, 19th, and 20th yeah yes Yes. Um, but we also have another ballet that we perform during the uh, holidays called our nativity ballet and we're performing those i'm sorry cecily could you tell me when that
3: that would be on the 11th and 12th on the a friday and a saturday
2: friday and saturday december 11th and 12th at the infinity energy center and that's just um i would describe that as a uh, holy cow it's a, a wonderful performance with a lot of the recognizable christmas holiday songs that oh my gosh are very heartwarming and it is an amazing performance. I watched the rehearsal last night and um, I've been mainly focused on the Nutcracker lately, but that Nativity Ballet is really fun and it's just beautiful. So um, all that is happening. We also have school performances that we're doing at a couple of local schools. Um, What are those performances, Charlie?
1: Um, The school shows are uh, December 4th. We have one in the morning at 10. And then December 11th, we have our second one. Um, I might be wrong on the exact time on there, um, but we do two school shows. Uh, Normally we have four school shows with a sensory friendly performance, but um, unfortunately this year with the theater regulations, we're not allowed to do two school shows. Mm -hmm. They gotta clean everything out. So we're actually offering a virtual performance package for um, the schools that aren't able to attend. That way they can like broadcast it to the entire school
0: well, if somebody wants to find out information about where to call, where to go to get information on the performances, uh, to, to book a, a ticket, uh, a group of tickets, uh, where would they go? Uh, is there a website? Um, well, I guess the website would be Nutcracker at nutcrackeratgwinnettballet.org.
1: Yeah, that's our email that you can um, you can email yeah, us and an ask email. about tickets.
0: Gwinnettballet.org would be the website.
1: Yes, I think uh, we, and we just rolled out a brand new website. It looks really pretty.
0: <laughs> oh, i good. have to go to it. I hadn't been to the new one. Um, so we've got Gwinnettballet.org, and if you want to email them to find out more information, email them at nutcracker at Gwinnettballet.org. And I go into their website. It'll give you information on all of the performances that are coming up. It sounds like you've got a very, very full December.
2: We do um, <laughs> a full year. It's, it's incredible. Um, one of the things that's another thing that is surprising because uh, Gwinnett Ballet Theater performed a lot for Nutcracker. There's there's not a lot of places that do as many performances of Nutcracker as uh, Gwinnett Ballet Theater does it's it's really remarkable now yes there are places that do more but um we are at least in atlanta
3: there's there's not a lot they do one of the most
2: yeah and so um you're absolutely right we've got a very busy december and i'm going to be honest uh once we're through i'm going to breathe a sigh of relief (laughs) (laughs) mainly for i'm hoping for very successful performances and just being able to provide them for our audiences because honestly once we get through and know that that's done,
0: I would imagine that is everybody
2: just kind of. Yes, yep. yeah, because that'll yep. be that, that kind of moment. Because I was just talking to these guys about just getting to that point and being able to know that we've gotten that done. It's just such a moment. That's quite an accomplishment. It, it will be. <laughs> yes. <Yeah, so. laughs>
0: and so thank all of y'all for being here. And again, everybody, you got to go see the Nutcracker, it is great. And always watch for that special Mother Ginger, whoever it's going to be with the community this year. Every one of them will have a different one, and I don't know why y'all are pointing at me. <laughs> um, I know Amy's already made a comment, but but we'll see what happens. And, but be sure and uh, come out to see the Nutcracker. It's going to be awesome. It is. Go see anything that the Gwinnett Ballet Theater puts on because it's a great group of uh, young people, great group of uh, artists. I won't just say performers, I'll just say artists, because everything they do is just awesome. Thank you for joining us on Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. Remember, you can join us live every Wednesday. Normally at 11.30 in the morning, today came a little earlier. Or you can listen to our show anytime you want by going to businessradiox.com, clicking on the Gwinnett Studio, and then click on Case in Point please be sure and hit that subscribe button so that uh, I can know you're there. Join us next week at 1130 when we will talk with business leaders about their businesses and related security issues. And, you know, with ballet, just so everybody knows, there is a lot of security there. Y'all take care of those kids. Your security is awesome on your performances. So all your kids and everybody else will be safe at those places. Thanks again to my guests, Bruce Thornton. Right. Yeah, Bruce Thornton. My yes, mind, yes, My sir. mind just had a brain skip. And Seth, I'm just going to say Cecily and Charlie. That'll be easier. <laughs> yeah. And to Mike, and who's on vacation, and most importantly to Amanda, who's over there running everything, running the boards, running everything. She forgot my commercial. But anyway, we're going to run that by. It'll get done. So I am Rick Straughan. And remember, at Paradigm Security Services, we cover more than just your assets.